Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity welcomes you to Five Minutes, Five Issues. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I am Adam Dick, a Ron Paul Institute Senior Fellow. Let's start. Issue one. The alarm is sounding in the media that Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump said in a Tuesday campaign speech that his Democratic opponent Hillary Clinton should be assassinated or something like that. David A. Graham writes, for example, at The Atlantic, that Trump's statement suggests the assassination of a presidential candidate, or the killing of Supreme Court justices, or an armed insurrection, depending on interpretation. Here is the supposedly alarming Trump statement. Hillary wants to abolish, essentially abolish, the Second Amendment. By the way, and if she gets to pick, if she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is. I don't know. That's it. Trump said nothing about killing anyone. To interpret Trump's comments as a call for killing anyone is an ignorant or deceitful smear of Trump and gun rights advocates. Issue 2 While more attention is paid to United States military activity in wars in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria, the U.S. military is playing a large role in other wars as well. A Monday Air Force Times article by Oriana Pollack lists six lethal airstrikes in Yemen this year that the U.S. Military Central Command has announced. The U.S. military also has provided much assistance to Saudi Arabia and allied nations in their bombing of Yemen. Air Force's Central Command spokeswoman Kylie Doherty is quoted in the article saying, We've flown 1,144 aerial refueling sorties, totaling approximately 9,793 flying hours and providing 40,535,200 pounds of fuel to 5,525 receiving aircraft. Issue 3 You know, you shouldn't have anybody who's on a terrorist watch list be able to buy any gun at all. Libertarian Party Vice Presidential nominee Bill Weld said that in an interview this month with Revolt.tv. Weld thus supports the U.S. government arbitrarily depriving individuals of guns. That doesn't sound libertarian, does it? In June, Ron Paul Institute Executive Director Daniel McAdams addressed a U.S. Senate vote on an amendment proposing something similar to what Weld advocates. McAdams wrote, Individuals appearing on any federal watch list have not been found guilty of being dangerous terrorists. They are not even terrorist suspects. In fact, we have no idea why they are on the list or how they got there, as the process of getting on and getting off the list is secret. Issue 4 Last week it was revealed that in January the U.S. government flew $400 million in cash to Iran. Hold on. The U.S. government has prohibited Americans from leaving the country with over $10,000 in cash without reporting it to the government. It's none of the U.S. government's business how much cash we carry, so we should not have to disclose any amount. As an interim step, let's raise the limit to $400 million. If it's okay for the government, it should be okay for us, too. Issue 5 The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs is still paying each month for the U.S. government's 1860s war against the Confederate States. 
Kirk Mills writes at U.S. News & World Report that each month Irene Triplett receives $73.13 from the VA. The payment is for the military pension of her deceased father, a U.S. soldier in the war that ended over 150 years ago. Moses Triplett, the father, was 83 years old when Irene was born. Now 86 years old, Irene Triplett is the last person receiving military pension benefits arising from the war. That's a wrap. Transcripts of 5 Minutes 5 Issues episodes, including links to related information, are at the Ron Paul Institute blog.